Welcome to episode 79 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Big Show is always coming at you with news of another British record over 5k on the roads. There's half action in New York as well as some other races to go through. But for all of that, in a week where Rishi's boys announced their budget, I was going to welcome to the show a boy who spends every penny of the budget given to him by Rob Hawkins. But he's late again, so I'm not going to welcome him to the show. So should we... Drill into him for a bit before he comes on the show and he won't hear Shane. Yeah, what should we drill into him about? Well, he's got his new haircut. Yeah, so he's got a terrible haircut, which he's not yet shaved off properly. Look, I'm not going to comment just yet because I don't know how far behind I am of that type of haircut. He's more up and about than I've ever seen him in my life. He he now thinks he's in 211 shape. So... So we put it on the line here. What's he running at London? He won't hear this. So he won't listen back and guarantee that. But genuinely, without Josh listening, I think he's going to run 2.15.12. I think he's going to run well. Yeah. So I I think he's going to run 2.14.10 if he doesn't get injured. There's no reason why he shouldn't be quicker than 2.14. When you hear the week he's had, in a minute. Um, when, you, when you hear the week Josh has had, you'll think he's in 202 shape. Yeah. I've never heard Ethan like it in my life. But it's, it's yeah, he he should be should be running well, just needs to stay on the right side of the line. Anyway, I've welcomed you to, to the show already, Shane. So how are you doing this week? I'm all right, mate. I um I'm a bit tired. I've been up to my usual tricks again. So uh had a assignment hand in today, so I woke up at nine twenty four yesterday, <laughs> and haven't been to bed yet. Not been to bed yet. I tried to have a a nap late morning, but it didn't. Instead, I picked up my iPad, had a Facebook notification, and that Facebook notification was um of when we filmed ourselves doing the Chunder Mile in Birmingham at uni. Great solid, content. solid content there. Sure, do you know what? Um, never average, so I'll I'll run through my week because Josh doesn't even comment on our weeks anyway, so we might as well <laughs> get through ours. Now, it started. When did it start, Shane? What's last Monday's date? It, last Monday's date was the 13th. day Monday, the thirteenth. It started, and I did. I was in the office on Monday morning. Um. Jenny was still away all week, so it's going to be a bit of a a bit of a hard week for me. And I sort of knew that, but I tried to get as much done as I could. But Monday, 40, I did 45 minutes on the treadmill when I got home from work. Hated every minute of it, to be honest. And it was one of those slogs. And yeah, it's all I could get done. So I did 45 minutes, record the podcast. Um, and then that was Monday. Tuesday, I I took the day off because, again, I'd been in the office all day, picked Eliza up from nursery, so I had Eliza until she went to bed, obviously. And 
we had had a a good nighttime routine. It was about quarter past seven. She was in the bath. I'd washed her hair, all sorted. I was like, right, give this 10 minutes. She'll be in bed and I'll go on the treadmill and do my run, do my session. I went, turned around to get her toothbrush and I turned back to the bath and she was drinking out of a shampoo bottle. Now, this shampoo bottle, it was not shampoo, it was bubble bath, the bubble bath bottle. It was I had like dregs in, so I'd used it to get the last bits out for her for her bath. So it wasn't that much in there, but she'd filled it. It'd fallen in the bath. She'd filled up and was drinking from it. She she likes to drink bath water. She's like that. And yeah, five seconds later, she was projectile vomiting all over. Yeah, luckily in the bath, but at least I know she'd eaten pasta that day. And <laughs> did she re-drink the bath water? Well, no. So obviously, I I rinsed her quickly, pulled her out, unplugged the bath. Then you have to like shower down the bath to get all this stuff down the plug hole. Then fill the bath back up, put her in, and wash her off. And I sort of had to wash her hair and stuff again, which was fine. And she was absolutely fine; she didn't mind, and she wasn't ill or anything. But obviously, because she was sick, she was then hungry, so we had to go back downstairs. All in all, we went back up into bed till about quarter to nine. So I was like, "I'm having the day off." So that was Tuesday off. Now, Wednesday, again, I had a really busy day and picked up picked up Eliza. So I was, my time to run all through the week was in the day and I just couldn't get it done. Anyway, so Wednesday, again, I was feeding Eliza. She's having a milk on the sofa about half past, well, about 20 past seven. I was like, right, I'll get in the garage in 10 minutes. And... I sort of, she sort of was lying down and coughed. And the next minute she was sick everywhere. And obviously in the living room. So I had to clean all that up. And again, she wasn't tired until about 25 past eight. And I text you, Shane, to say, I'm not going to run this evening. And you said, just try a 45 minute progressive or don't worry. And I got to bed. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to just try. I've got everything ready. I'll just go out in the garage. And I did a 15K progression run. I just realized I spent about five minutes talking about no running. Anyway, I did a 15K progression run. You've got a condition to it. Yes. So I, I sort of ramped up every K. I ramped it up by about half a kilometer per hour up until about 5.30 pace when I just sort of just eased it up. And I got, what? There's a ninth mile was down to a 502. So I think the last three 5k did about 16 flat on the treadmill. That's strong. You, you know, when it, you see a graph like this, mm, you know full well someone's bored. Yeah. <laughs> but the issue was about seven, eight K in, I started to fit, you know, when your stomach like grumbles a bit and it's like full of gas, I could feel that. And about 13K, I was like, I went through a bad patch for about 20 seconds. I was like, I'm going to have to stop. And then it sort of eased off a bit. So I was like, oh, I'll just call it day at 15K. I was going to go to 10 mile. I went to, I slowed it down to to do a couple of, like, 
10 minute jog or whatever. And after about 45 seconds of jogging, like that pain was so bad. I stopped and it, I honestly thought I was going to, I was looking for something to be sick into. So I don't know if I had a little bit of a bug as well as Eliza. Maybe that's what she had, what caused it. Um, but 9.6 miles, 547s, 55 minutes done. Then Thursday, another busy day. I, again, I thought I'm just going to jump on the treadmill and even do something easy. And she wouldn't go to sleep. She was just like wide awake. I got her to bed at 20 past nine and there's no chance I'm going on the treadmill at 20 past nine when I'm tired. So <laughs> had to have first day off as well. So then it becomes a bit clearer Friday. Um, I wasn't so busy at work. So I joined James for an easy run and I did seven mile at seven eighteens around or drove down to Gretford to meet him there. I actually, intended to do a medium long run and so i was meeting him at four as you can see 4 p.m i actually drove down there for 10 past three i just sat in the car for 45 minutes <laughs> i just i wasn't you know, like the problem is i have what that's the issue i have one day off and just motivation just sort of goes a bit like there was no drive when you anyway, when you're busy as well like you don't really have motivation anyway. It's it's your routine that keeps you going, isn't it? When you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. So I had 45 minutes in the car to myself. That was nice and peaceful. Um, <laughs> Saturday morning, the return of Ben Heron. He messaged me saying, did I want to go for an easy run? The plan was to do 60 minutes and then some hills. And we did that. But I got five so I did 30 second hills. I got five into them and it's not a very big hill because you're out in the flat and it was hard. I haven't done that sort of type of speed work in months and I was blowing a bit and Ben was, Ben was dropping me. So I was like, we're calling this a day and jog back. So it was actually nearly 11 miles at seven tens in the end, including a few hills I was going to potentially run on Saturday evening, but spent Saturday building Eliza's bed. She's in her bed now and rearranging her bedroom. And I realized at two o'clock on Saturday, I'd not eaten anything all day apart from had a coffee. So my mood by that point was not good and needed some food. Anyway, Ipswich won again on Saturday, six in a row. Big win. Seven clean sheets in a row coming for your Plymouth um so that was a good Saturday now Sunday James has been a little bit um had a bit of a an issue with his I don't really know his quad slash calf sounds a bit neural he thought it might be a stress fracture but it doesn't seem like it is and he's got matched a marathon in four weeks so I said to him on Friday what we'll do is we'll go out for the intention of doing a couple of 5k efforts at marathon pace and if we get get through a couple or get through one then we'll do two if we get through two we'll do three and try and get 25k done and he almost managed that but so yeah we did 5k warm-up and we did uh we did three by 5k of 2k jog for the last 5k when he got to 4k 
and he was meant to be running them at marathon pace or a little bit quicker which the other week we ran 605s and he was quite comfortable for 12k we were running 620s and his breathing wasn't the best he's had a little bit of time off and i think his just efficiency was off his lack of sleep so okay. he struggled a bit but as i said to him he's got to take the positives we've got a run done at you know he's worked hard for the marathon so he's probably got the gains of a fresh old run and at least he's able to run so hopefully he can run next week so i ended up doing uh 15.7 miles at 652s julian spence here has told me i've been hitting the hills yes it's dead flat and that's why we do it around there because it's a good little loop for a marathon we actually took the shorter so it was quite windy on sunday and that loop in full is almost 10k but if you just do the small loop it it was about 4k just over 4k so it actually has got a little bit of a hill in that 4k if you can call it one um a hill for lincolnshire well you you're talking the back end of that loop is is the fens the start of the fens so it's for there all the way to the coast it's dead flat like you don't see a hill so when i go past that point for the next 12 14 miles of my long run sometimes it's one foot elevation <laughs> <laughs> like nothing there is nothing anyway uh, we make up for it with the wind julian the wind is not our friend anyway um i actually haven't got my mileage up but is that a 50 mile week shane can you see anywhere uh, I try to look, can't see anywhere. Um, I'll tell you a sec. It was about. Yeah. Why can't you see on Strava anymore? Training log. Yeah, it's a, it's a forty nine point six. Forty nine six. Well, that's not bad as a down week. No. Well, you think I had two rest days? If I'd have done two ten mile days, that would have been about a seventy mile week. So, I yeah. just. Lower the intensity. I, look, and I, I've done a progression run and a few hills. I haven't done much intensity. But what I will say is that run on Sunday, when we were doing the 6.15, 6.20 type pace, was I was so comfortable now. Um, whereas a month ago, that was a bit of an effort and I wasn't recovering that well off it. No problems. Just, yeah, really comfortable. And I almost thought to myself, if James wouldn't have done that last 5k rep, I was going to have a bit of a bash at a loop and just hit one hard. I'm kind of glad it didn't because there was no point. But I, at least I thought, you know what, if I need to, I can run hard right now. So good signs. So I'll try and get back on it this week. That's strong. Well, if, get... if you get back on it, then that bodes well. Uh... Well, look, it's... It's a, yeah, as you say, it's a, I did three weeks at 70 to 75. That's at 50. You know, if you keep doing that and adding a bit on, that's not a bad structure to have. I know when we come to look at Josh's week soon that it's nowhere near he's doing that in one day and quicker. So, have, yeah. have you thought about a race? Yes. So, uh, Langtoff 10k is at the end of April, which I believe would be is that six weeks. Probably yeah. five or six weeks. Might be um, five weeks now, yeah. I'll probably also try and get a park run in. Just in between. Just something 
easy to get to and local. I kind of want to do. But the thing, the issue I have with Parkrun is the one closest to me, Rutland Water, by, you know, it's next to a, a reservoir. It's just so windy and it almost makes it sometimes pointless to do it because you, you basically run two and a half K with the wind and then you have two and a half K back into a massive wind and it's just doesn't really do anything for me. So, I mean, if it, if there's a week where it's looking like there's no wind, which it's not looking likely over the next few weeks, I might just do that time trial that I did a few months ago, same type of course. Um, and yes, it'll be running with the wind for most of it, but I think that's probably a better test of my fitness. That's my week. Just just so listeners are aware, we are now at 6.40pm. Josh messaged at 6.20, say, be 10 minutes. So that's what we're dealing with right now. And he's going to have to hold up because my week's going to be very quick. <laughs> well, we can move on. Um, we'll just analyse this week for him, maybe. Anyway, Shane... That's, that, we should, that's a better segment. We should each pick. So we should draw draw numbers, see who picks each week, and we can talk for other people's weeks. So my week started on Monday, as weeks Good. tend to do in this country. Um, so I think I was fresh off. I'd done the Intercounties race on the Saturday before, then a two-hour long run. Um, my calves were very tight, very tight from the cross country i don't know if it's just being in for 45 minutes in what i'll call an old pair of bikes um sort of actually like wearing cardboard on your feet or the fact i just did 45 minutes in horrendous mud it was probably more likely that but my cars were pretty sore then obviously i laid on the sunday long run so monday they were pretty bad so i was like i, I couldn't even like put my feet down properly on concrete. <laughs> so I got as much off-road as I could, uh, went out in the woods and in some of the fields from work, lovely run, ran on my own because the other two were ill. Um, so, yeah, I quite enjoyed that, actually. Uh, got my headphones in, and I was going to listen to Inside Running podcast, but I um, have been absolutely rinsing the soundtrack or the album of Daisy Jones in the Six. So I had that on repeat for a long time. And you, you messaged me, didn't you, about it? And I, I, did. I honestly thought you were having like a an inside joke with me because the guy in that um, Jenny worked with on Peaky Blinders and we had this ongoing joke that, well, not ongoing joke, it was fact. She invited him on our honeymoon. So <laughs> I always tell her that, you know, she can go off with him if she wants. And then you messaged it to me. And I was like, is he having a laugh? Is he winding me up? <laughs> but you no, now What's I know. his name? Sam Claflin. Sam Claflin, that's him. That's the tosser. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> Sam, sorry, you're all right. Um, if you're listening, Sam, good album. Anyway, so yeah, I was, I was watching that. So I've been binging that music for a while. Um, anyway, it's pretty good. Now, last week, I was on it with the core. I was like, I need to stop making excuses and just do some core work every single day. So when I got home from a run, uh, did a little core routine up on my watch. So that was good. Um, Tuesday, I was, uh, it was quite windy in the day and the wet forecast for Wednesday was looking quite windy. So I was, I was really tempted to go up the track and do a session with some other people on Tuesday. 
but in the end, I think I um I I started doing my coursework and I was like, I think I just went in the daytime. And actually, here he is. Sorry. But this what? is on Josh, not me, by the way. What fucking moron buys cheese sauce for meatballs? I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> all we can see right now, Josh, we we actually recorded, but all I can see right now is like an egg shaped head. Yeah. And so your ten minutes, twenty five minutes ago, what's happened? Uh just nothing really. I just was at the supermarket. Shocking. Right. Well, let you you mute yourself. You get home. Shane will carry on with his week. You haven't missed anything much. It won't take long now, so you uh, might want to be up. be ready. So, um, yeah, Tuesday in the end, I just I just went for a run, um, and uh, uh, yeah, I I got a little bit angry because I was just as soon as I went out, it was so windy. It started raining. I I chose like the only hour in the day when the weather was crap. And so I did get a bit annoyed for that, but it, it I'll be honest, it was only for the first 30 minutes. So after that, I was fine. I perked up a little bit, got home, did some core, had a shower and then back to the desk. So Wednesday, um, I was in work in the morning and I thought I had a, I had a gap. So I was like, I'll go do a session. And again, my calls were still pretty tight. So I was like, actually, I'll just go and do a session around the woods. Um, no pressure session. I was, I was aiming for 15 by a K. I was going to do 10 to 15 by a K. <laughs> I can see how long the run is. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> so the, the aim was, yeah, 10 to 15 by a K. But honestly, in my head, I was like, I'll do 15. I normally do. And it was it was going to be around threshold. I roughly thought I knew where K was. So it might have been longer, might have been shorter. Um, but worst thing about this is one of the corners on this loop in the woods, the, the loop itself is not bad. Um done some sessions in there. It's got some shit bits. It's got some good bits. There's one corner, there's loads of like annoying stones that hurt your feet. And I didn't wear carbon because it was a bit slippery in there. So I spent 10 minutes brushing this corner, clearing all the stones out of the way, really ready to go to a session. It was quite windy as well. That was the other reason I went into the woods, get some coverage. So I wanted to do 10 to 15 by K at roughly 305 to 310 um i did the first one felt pretty fast actually i was like i think i'm working a bit too hard here 322 i was like okay um it might be long my watch didn't say it was but it was like it might be long no problem and anyway it doesn't matter it's about the effort right just you know maintain the effort second one felt a little bit better 328 and I just got worse and worse and worse. And honestly, my third rep as well, by the way, I was like, right, obviously I'm not going to do 15 today. And obviously I'm not, I was working so much harder than threshold as well. So I was like, you know what? Just do the next couple quite hard and see where I'm at. So the third one, honestly, I batted it. I went so hard. I think it was about 326. Yeah. <laughs> so in the end, I did a fourth. And then um, I only did a fifth because I was like, I don't know, let's just give it one more chance. And I, I don't know my exact splits, but it was it was dismal. So I jogged back. Mardi, because one, I, as I said, I had this assignment. And in my eyes, I just wasted like an hour and a half, like doing nothing. My calves were way worse afterwards as well. <laughs> 
So like, I think just my whole legs were just heavy. Um, and I went, shit. So I was pretty annoyed. So Thursday, I didn't run, so I couldn't be asked. And th- I'd blocked Thursday and Friday off work because of this deadline. And I knew, I knew what I'm like. My brain decides to switch on very last minute, which isn't wise when you've got a significant assignment to do. Um, so Thursday, I just didn't run us at my desk all day working and drinking coffee. So Friday, I was like, I'm going to have to go for a run. And I'd, I was getting really annoyed at my lack of productivity at one stage. And it was frustrating me. I was like, clearly I need to get out the house. It was really nice outside as well. But I was like, honestly, I couldn't be bothered to go do an easy run. Like, I just, just didn't want to run slow. Um, I also thought, actually, if I run a bit quicker, um, I'll just see how I feel after feeling so crap on Wednesday. And then also, um, let's see what it feels like to be like Josh Lund for a run. So my main aim for this run, main aim was just get my first mile around six minute mile. So I was like, that's the bit that always baffles me. Not so much running into five forties, that pace can feel comfortable. It's doing the first mile out the door at six minutes. So I was like, I'm going to try it. And I did. I tried hard and I think it was like 5.58. My calf so tight. Oh, and by the way, my pegs are dead and I needed to buy some more trainers. I'd not been to the shop yet. So I was like, I'm not doing it in dead shoes. So I've put on a pair of uh, Adios Pros. (laughs) They were lovely to uneasy and I I might start doing some easy mileage in them. They were great. I don't use them for anything else. So after about nine and a half minutes, my calf was so tight I was like I've got to stop and try and ease this off and then I might have to just jog home and I actually didn't really realise what I was doing I think my second mile was about 5.36 because I'm so unconditioned to running that pace I think I thought it was going to be harder than what it was Um, I didn't look at the time this is what I saw afterwards at the time I only had like an average pace on my watch which was around 5.50 mark I think and I just kept running felt okay um, got to, to Netherlands. I probably got about five or six miles in. I was like, oh, I, I don't feel that good now, actually. Like a bit like you, I started to feel sick. My belly was hurting, felt a bit rough. It was also quite warm. It was like, what was it like 15 degrees? Yeah, it was, it was very mild. I ran, I ran this evening. It was 19 degrees. I've got goosebumps. All right. You wait till you get home. I should be mad again today. But yeah, it was quite mild and I went out on a long sleeve as well. So I was like, I just felt awful. <laughs> and then because at three miles, I was like, oh yeah, maybe Josh is onto something. This feels great. And at five, now nah, it's done. I also miscalculated my route. So when I started getting back to Lincoln, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to add on. As soon as I started adding on, my guts dropped. My stomach in so much pain, so much pain. And I think I got to about, probably about, a mile, half mile away from home, I was like, I've got to walk. Like, I was like, if I take one more step, and and it was quite a busy, popular street. Probably at this time, it was maybe getting to close to rush hour, maybe. And I was like, I'm, I'm not shitting myself in the street. I know Josh would, but you know, I I can't do it. So like, I'm gonna have to walk for a little bit. So I started walking, um, for say five minutes or so. Started again. I was like, okay, my belly's eased off and, I, you know, I really was crunched for time. I was like, I need to crack on. Started jogging and I couldn't run properly because my calf hurts, so I had to stop. 
They're ended up walking home. Mardi... I think it's prob- probably also as soon as you that last mile or so, you hit a few corners and you're probably going up and down a few curbs through oh, the yeah. state, and that does cause it issues. Well, I'll tell you what. So I was, I was just about managing my belly situation, and this woman and her kids came out of a side street with a dog, and I like swerved the dog, and that swerve like. It, it didn't agree with that. I was like, yeah, I need to walk now. So, yeah. And then the same thing with my calf. That path is is awful underfoot. There's tree roots coming through and all sorts. So, um, anyway, so I walked home, sulking, muddy, sweaty, felt terrible. I then had to sit on the toilet for probably best part of an hour afterwards. <laughs> so I wasted more time. I got a crap run done um, and my calf was worse. And that was my last run. Of the week, so again, I don't know what I was on for the week because I've not put like, it in the diary, but probably what like 37, 37.2. 37.2. And I didn't run for the rest of the week because I just had my work to do. And I thought to, I, I wondered whether part of the reason my calf was quite sore on Friday's run was because since it was still quite tight after I tried that session on Wednesday, I've just basically been sat at a desk or at a stool. Um, so I wonder whether it's something to do with that. And I was like, do you know what? I've got this deadline to hit. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, I've been awake since uh, about nine, half nine yesterday morning um, getting this work finished. So no time for a long run. So that's my week. But I also thought, because of how bad I felt on Wednesday... I was like, there's no point me doing Wilmslow half next week. Even if I don't get a stitch, I'm going to get nowhere near the time I need. Ne- uh, the time I need. Um, I don't know where my fitness is. I've been too erratic training wise. So I thought I'll knock that on the head and I'll have it as a bit of like a end of season, just a little bit of refreshing on the body and I'll just build back up. And I think I'll, I think I'll join the, uh, the Aaron Scott plan. Solid. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've just spent the good part of half an hour talking through about 80 miles combined. So, <laughs> Josh, try not to spend half an hour talking through 110 I, miles. I can summarise this in pretty much two runs, don't worry. <clears throat> just, right. just, you've got an excellent tan line around where your hair's cut as well. Yeah, I, I got, um, we've been doing this system in the house. If you leave a mug out, you get a yellow card. And I've had a red card. And the consequence of that is fake tan. And so Josh fake tan on my forehead earlier. So that could be one of the reasons. Why have you got fake tan in the house? Oh, because Sam Harrison was staying here. <laughs> that is genuinely the reason. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, let's go into your week then. Yeah, cool. Um... So, uh, the last few weeks I've done this, just to sort of remind of what I did the day before, because some of these Sundays have been pretty big. Um, so, the day before my Monday, I did the special block. Um, so, I was a little bit apprehensive sort of how my legs would feel. Um, didn't feel too bad, to be fair. So, Monday morning, did six miles with Sam, actually, uh, 6.32s. Uh, and then I had a bit of physio at lunchtime. Um, just to keep on top of my Achilles. And in the evening, 
I did the same route. I've just been basically just going out and back on this trail. Quite like it. Um, I did six miles, six thirty sixes. Then Tuesday, I ran with uh, Josh, um, and we went out, and it was basically sixteen easy, but we we did get a little bit carried away. Um, really, really nice route though. We ended up we found this trail that kind of went into the middle of the, um, one of the lakes. That was quite nice. So we yeah, basically just did sixteen miles around. Uh, all on trails pretty much um so we ended up averaging 549s and last couple were probably a little bit quicker than that as well um then uh so yeah so actually the first few of those i i was a little bit tired but actually the probably from eight onwards i felt pretty good um and it was actually kind of like the quicker I, not the quicker i got because uh there's probably a limit to that but Certainly under sixes or like five fifties felt much better than sort of the slower miles. Um, then Wednesday I ran with Josh again. Uh, so in the morning we did uh, six miles. That was six forty eight. That's the slowest one I've done in a fair amount of time. Then in the evening I ran with Josh and Sam, and we did six twenty nines again, six miles. Then Thursday. So this is basically the first run of the week. Pretty much, that's what I'm class now. Um, so I had a pretty big marathon session. So it's seven by three k with a k float, but starting with the k float. Um, so there's three mile warm up pretty much uh, as well before that. Then I did that with Ben and Josh, then Connor. Um, so we kind of said we were going to run nine, uh, sorry, three ten pace. So the, the the aim for me was nine thirty to nine thirty five on the ons. And I think it was 323 to 328, something off. Um, maybe 325 to 328. Around that figure, anyway. It's not, not too, um, too precise. That's a fast uh, float. Yeah, I'm king of float, so. <laughs> You're a float. No, I think, yeah, basically. I, you worked out, didn't you? It's a percentage of marathon pace. I think it's like, yeah. 90, is it 98% or something, marathon pace? uh no not, not that high i think um so basically this is a canova session as we discussed and canova typically sets this the far the the free k's in this instance are usually about 102 percent marathon pace um sometimes when you go to a k it goes to about 105 percent. if you go towards 5k it can be closer to 100 percent marathon pace and then the k's off he often whenever he's written it on various forums it's always been about 80 to 85 percent of marathon pace which for you josh is 340 to 350 so you've done the floats i think yeah probably at what would be about 95 percent yeah probably close to 95 percent of marathon pace which yeah, I, I was just looking at training picks. It was meant to be three twenty-five to three thirty, which is interesting. Like I, yeah, it's just um, an interesting take because I showed you that example. I think of he actually lays it out for a two hundred five runner, and I think the marathon pace for the floats was actually about eighty-seven percent marathon pace in that example. But but still, you've got a lot harder, um, and yeah, and the best. Uh, Best thing is, okay. I'm faster than that. <laughs> no, so on the to be fair, on the first rack, um, 
Josh and Ben dropped me. Um, and I was like, this is just a bit hot for me. So I went, so the, the first play was fine. And then I ran 9.25 for the first rep, but I let them go. They ran like 9.20. And I was just like, I don't want to cook myself in the first three. If that was the last, maybe the fifth or sixth one, I'd have been like, yeah, I'd roll with it. But I was like, this isn't marathon pace. And I knew it. So I let them go. Um, so I'll run through the reps. So we're 9.25, 9.30. 927, 927, 928, 928, 924. And then on the K float, so we're 326, 25, 24, 23, 27, 26, 28. Um, so I actually caught Josh on the fifth one, uh, maybe the fourth one. I kind of worked out he wasn't getting away from me on the efforts. And I was probably running a second or two quicker on the floats. Um, so I, I kind of had a little sort of character chase. Um, and yeah, I, do you know what? It took me probably, I think I suffered a little bit on the second and third one because the first half of the first one was so quick. Because um, we went through a mile on that first hard one in five flat. And then I started to feel pretty good. I kind of got second sort of wind on like the fifth, sixth. And then, I mean, the seventh prep, I, I felt great, um, to be honest. So I was pretty pleased with that. I was 17, 74 miles, average five elevens for the whole thing. Um, so I, as, as I said to, said to you, um, you've got to take this in the context of actually what you did on Sunday before. So you did a special block on the Sunday before off a pretty busy week. You've done Tuesday, 16 miles at 5.45-ish. Um, <laughs> and then this session on the, well, we're on Thursday. So... Yeah. You averaged 5.11s for 17 and a half mile. I would mm. say that at minimum, your marathon pace should be five, six seconds a mile quicker than that. Because going in and out of that pace is a lot harder than running it straight out. And you've just done 17 and a half mile on your own in probably warmer conditions. So... 213 yeah, well, and a half shape, Josh. When we come to Sunday, because I had another big session Sunday, we can probably go on into that a bit more. I would like to say as well, Josh bottled it at five and Ben bottled it at six. Yeah, Friday did 10 miles, 621s. Then Saturday, uh, I did 12 with Ben. And we, that to be fair, Rob did say that was probably a little bit quick. Um, so we did 12 at 547s, but the last few were like 535s. Um and then Sunday I did twenty-four, so the first four easy. Uh then eight into marathon pace, one at half, four at marathon pace, one at half, two at marathon pace, four easy. Um so I did the first four and then first eight with Ben. And then the mar- the mile at half marathon pace, I tried to go with Ben, but it was a little bit quick. He he picked up probably a bit well, a bit more than was probably sensible for me. So the first eight we went five oh eight. Uh then I went four fifty four and he went four fifty. Um and then I ran on my own after that. So I ran uh five oh seven, five oh eight on the four miles. And that was to be honest, probably the best I felt. And then uh I tried to push probably a little bit too hard on this next mile because I went five oh two. Um and I wanted to try and break five to be honest. And then the last two I was a little bit a bit disappointed because I'm at 5.13s um, and I kind of wanted to try and keep sort of the marathon pace 
uh, around five sort of five oh eight, um, and then the last four miles were five fifty sevens. So it's twenty four miles in the end at five twenty fours. I love, I love that you're disappointed now. It's incredible. But that that middle block is what eight, nine, thirteen, sixteen miles. Sixteen. And what did you average? What five, seven, five, seven. Yeah, I put worked out to the point. It was five seven point zero, which is I, what I is that two? Bit, what's that two fourteen? There you go. Yeah. Would Would you say that that section of the the marathon pace and tempo? You would say that is actually a actually a pretty good indicator for what your marathon pace might be? Uh, I like to think so. I mean, the I... first eight, I felt pretty ropey. My hand felt a little bit, not even fatigued, just a bit tight. The best I felt was on that mile pickup. Um, the first one? That 450, yeah. I felt really, really good. It was weird because I felt, I said to Ben, I thought, like, I don't feel great on this first eight miles. Uh, well, I say it's first eight miles, it's the, it's, you've done four already. Um, so when I picked it up, I felt pretty good. And then it took me about half a mile to probably recover from that on that four mile block. And then when you go down from running that hard mile, it felt pretty comfortable. Um, cause in that 508, I flipped as well. So I, I got the, it got down the first two, two miles of it. Um, well, probably three miles of it. Actually, I, I was looking average was 506s. Um, so then when I turned, I lost a couple of seconds. Um, but yeah, I felt I felt pretty good in that. It was just that next mile was a little. It it was a bit greasy going that way, but it wasn't terrible. Um, but it was certainly quicker coming back. Um, and then yeah, when I, the the next I flipped again in the next two, but I did feel a bit ropey. How how quick could you have done an extra two point two miles? I could have carried on that pace. So two. Two sub two twenty. I don't know. I don't think I'd have run two twenty purely because. Uh, actually, hang on, work, work out. Two. What's eleven? Eleven minutes, is it not? I don't want you two. I could see two oh nine. Plus the point two. Plus the point two. Yeah, no, but yeah. that's two five minute miles. Let's say plus plus point two is eleven minutes at five minute mile in. So eleven yeah. twenty, let's say, is, is five tens. Which puts you at two twenty thirty ish. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably, yeah. I'd probably, yeah. And you've yeah. you've run a couple of six minute miles in your jog, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I'm doing it wrong. Like, I was pretty tired near the end. Um, should, should we well, should we get you in a marathon next week, Josh? Yeah, so that's my. I mean, I'm glad you are yeah. tired at the end of that because if you're not tired at the end of that, then I've given up. <laughs> Like the just the worst thing commenting. was we we had uh, we went for a coffee uh, after last week because Josh did twenty eight, so we were waiting for him. I couldn't sit down; just kept cramping in my hamstring. That was the that was probably the most annoying thing. I, I forgot I actually I had physio on Friday as well, um, so I've been trying to get quite a bit of physio at the minute. But um, yeah, so, so 100, 109 miles a week. My question is, um, do you think? this you can sustain this level of fitness now or do you think you can still get quicker i know what i want to do <laughs> yeah i the, the, i mean the funny thing is if you said to me 
before probably last week, the the seven, the three Ks, I didn't really think I was that fit. Like I knew I wasn't unfit, but yeah, I remember there's, saying there's some fine yeah. tuning in there. I would, I would quite like, um, and I think that session on Sunday is kind of exactly what I want really for that. So I mean, this week's not that hard. I've got a pretty big session on Thursday, but I'm only doing twenty four steady on Sunday. Um, so it's kind of pretty much one session this week. Then it'll be another big week the week after. But then, yeah, there's not there's not much. I, mean, I, I like to probably think there's probably three big sessions left. How so long not have five weeks? Yeah, I mean, there'll be yeah. obviously there'll be other sessions, but I'm just waiting that. I mean, I didn't even think the three k one was too bad. I mean, it, it's pretty substantial, but. When you see some of the bigger ones on there, it's like, well, Sunday's worth. So, yeah, I suppose though, you've you've done um, seventeen miles in that session, was it not? Seventeen and a half, and then sixteen miles yeah. here. So you've done a combination of thirty-three miles at uh, almost marathon pace this week. Is that right? So yeah, what I say, thirty-six. So about a th- let's just say yeah. a third of your mileage. So thirty-three percent of your mileage this week has been at marathon pace. That's higher than I would definitely set somebody. Like just just think about you know the people listening. They'll be thinking that's a massive chunk of your running, and uh, it's it's incredible. Like I'm honestly impressed now. Like as I said to I, you, you're not you're not injured. And I think I'm the, just interested if you can, can sustain it really or increase off it. If you can increase off it, again, it goes against all the kind of like peaking stuff that I've ever seen. But there you go. And, and me too. I think maybe this is a good point to suggest that we have a explicit don't try this at home inside jogging <laughs> podcast will not be liable if you try to copy the Josh Lund regime. Yeah. I just think, Josh, I've had plenty of people who I coach who see what you do. And they're like, do you think that I should do stuff harder? And I'm like, you're breaking down off off less. So no, like you're, it's your pussies. <laughs> I know. Get the physio, get the physio a bit more. No, I mean, I mean, the only thing really with my body is my Achilles, and I mean, it's not got any worse running as it's been. It's been bad for a year. Well, I wouldn't say bad. It's been manageable for a year. So, well, it obviously, I mean, uh, you did 24 at 524, so it obviously is manageable. It's not going to, right now, that's yeah, not going to stop you right, running a marathon, is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, running more on it quicker is what makes it feel best, to be honest. And again, you're I, like, I looked at this run and thinking back, if I did that type of run, obviously not as fast as you did it, but if I did that on a Sunday, my Monday, would be sluggish as anything and you've popped in a nice steady double today haven't you no problems uh this morning yeah i think i got down to six times right i know josh between between friends and a couple of thousand listeners are you on the gear you need to, you need, Shane, you need to <laughs> play that number between a couple of tens of thousands listeners <laughs> well we can get to tens of thousands wow. if you admit your epo scandal to the world <laughs> Yeah, go well, on. Let's have some. Let's have some stuff, Josh. The only thing 
all I've all I've had today. Oh, actually, this is probably going to sound terrible. I had a yogurt for breakfast. I had a hamburger for lunch, and I just smashed a bag of Haribo. Again, listeners, don't try the Josh Lund lifestyle at home. Um, you know, right. you know now as well. I've got an Aero Edge. So this is probably going to be even quicker. Hey, John, your you, you, you Nike T-shirt, your AirPods, your tan, you look hard as nails, mate. You look like Someone you're going to say that. I had a full full grey tech fleece on earlier. And Josh said I look like I should be in prison. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right, let's um quickly just jump to the Strava leaderboard, which was topped by Jasper the Flash, as per usual, 165 miles only for Jasper this week. Kieran still can't get there. 130 miles isn't going to do it still for Kieran. And yeah, um, Josh obviously wins fastest. 553 average for you this week, Josh. For I'm saying as if you didn't know that, yes. but you've studied that already. Um, <laughs> only eighth place on the on the mileage board, though, Josh. So some work to be done. Your housemate, Josh Griffiths, 112 miles at 625s. He's um, actually got a run run missing off that as well. He did uh he did an hour on the treadmill on the Monday. He just couldn't be bothered to upload it. I like that. Why'd he go why'd he go on the treadmill? Uh he was in Lisbon. Oh fair. I get that. Um just scrolling down, it'll probably be Christine Watermelon, won't it? As usual. Hayley Munn might be top, you know, seventy eight miles. It's good though, isn't it? This might it, to get in the top hundred. You got to do seventy miles in the week. Plenty of running to be done. Yeah. Um. So let's go to some news, and we'll go start with a British record over five k on the roads. Our Lincoln boy Sam Atkin broke Mark Scott's five k road record with thirteen sixteen for sixth place in Lille, which. There was a five, a 10K and a half, I think, in Lilt. And Kajolcha just missed the world record um, by, was it by a second? Might have been by a second. Anyway, Kajolcha um, took the win in 12.50. And he was 14 seconds clear of Kit Cora in second. I read that they took, they went through the first K in 2.32. And then 3K in 7.40. Solid. <laughs> 2.32. I mean, they've run 12.50, but it's it's just incredible, isn't it? Um, on the women's side, if I can get the results in time, it was Caroline Niaga, who took the win in 14.35. Close finish between her and Mekadis Abebe of Ethiopia, who also clocked 14.35 they went a bit more conservative 2.53 through the K 8.47 through 3k so pretty good pace in there I recognise those splits that's a bit more like it I can relate to those a little bit more um, and yeah another another British record for Sam Atkins where he adds his adds to his 3k indoor British record what's he going to do outdoors this summer Shane? Uh, steeplechase Okay, fair enough. Right. In in America this weekend was New York half. We had a couple of 
favourites out there. Andy Butchart finished sixth in 62.58. It's obviously quite a tough course because they go through Central Park, I believe, um, where it's pretty hilly and I know it's pretty cold. I think it felt like minus eight. Chris Thompson finished 16th, 64.32. He actually led at one point. He gapped, gapped to the pack, which I think went off quite slowly. Um, some interesting results from, from New York because Galen Rupp was behind Chris Thompson, I think, wasn't he, in like 65? Josh, you in better shape than Galen? <laughs> yeah, I'll take you down to a marathon or racing. Yeah, I've just seen the 5K splits. Just seen the 5K splits from Keep Limo, who won. So they went from 15-14, first 5K, then 14-58, then 14-24, then 13-52. So that's why Chris Thompson was in the lead early on. Progression run. I'd have gone with that for the first 10K, I reckon. Well, Tomo obviously did, didn't he? Um. Jacob Kiplemi took the win in 61.31. On the women's side, Helen O'Beary took the win in 67.21. Um, I think Jess Judd was in that that pack early on, I believe. I'm just going to yeah, go she back. She didn't, she didn't have a great run. Yeah, I think she, she finished 12th in the end in 73.28. So, tough day. Ailish was a late withdrawal. Which brings me to other news from London Marathon. Jess Piazeki out of London Marathon. Charlie Perdue out. Did I see? Was Kira D'Amato meant to be on the start list? She's out. Potentially Sinead Diver out. It's not going to be many women left on that start list. So as I said to you, Josh, bit of appearance money in the bank at London Marathon. Are you going to put in a late request? Send him your... Training runs on Strava. Bit of a t- time bonus would be nice, wouldn't it? Because to make it clear to everybody, you get zero pounds appearance fee. Yeah, yeah. Well, did I you? Mean, I wouldn't expect it. But... I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. Um, but did you get the email? What has the the field for appearance fee? Or have you not had that yet? Yeah, you have had that. And it just says it's zero. Yeah, the contract. I love that. I love where it's just zero. You're like, oh, thanks for that. Anyway, um, that was New York half. Then we had over the shortages on Friday before that in London, in Batty, Friday night under lights, 5K. Lucy Reed took 40 seconds off her PB to take the win in 15.52. Is she now with you? Josh. Yeah, I, I just ran with her actually. So she's seen what Josh has been up to and like, I need to get myself out of there and get even quicker. Um, well, then she's probably running 5k quicker than you at the moment. She was on the 6.30s tonight. Uh, Amy Griffiths, second in 16.13 and Emma Houchell, third in 16.24. On the men's side, Archie Davis took the win in 14.21. There was, what day was it? Was it Friday night also, the podium underground? Was that Friday night? Um, Friday or Saturday, I can't remember. So, a new race from podium. They went to Canary Wharf to a go-kart, indoor go-kart track. And 
What was the distance? Does anybody know? It was about 3K. I'm not sure how accurate the 3K was. It? it was like six minutes, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was meant to be about 2K, actually. Oh, no, it was meant to be 3K, because I'd seen, like, Josh meant to be 3K, but I'd seen the results. And they ran, like, 6.19, didn't they? Yeah, it didn't, so... it didn't look... I saw a little clip. It didn't look like they were moving pretty moving fast divers just because so many corners yeah um i mean they had dj and glammed it up a bit the the winner of the men's was zach seddon and the women of the, the winner of the women's megan davies took the overall win and took a thousand pounds in prize money they ran heats first didn't they and then yes. had a final at the end i've seen the start of the final and the race to the first corner looks interesting. I would be left on the start line. I want to see did you in there you, after, Josh. I was going to say, did either of you two want to do it? Or would you want to do it? Not if, in my current state. If I um, if I lived in London, yes, probably. I I think it's a great idea to innovate, but it's not, it's not going to disrupt anything, is it? I think the only issue with that is having corners like that does not allow you to even get close to running fast. Um, concept of it, I think, is brilliant. So, yeah. other than that, uh, yeah, I think the I think what you need is like a a huge warehouse where you can run around the perimeter of it rather than on a go kart thingy. But anyway. I wouldn't travel for it unless I thought I was going to win and pick up a grand. Which yeah, I think the prize money is a good idea, but the the corners, like you say, Shane, they were barely moving by the looks of it. Mm. Maybe that runs through. Uh, there. Then I've just got one more result that I thought I'd read because it comes from Stowmarket Half Marathon, which is in the Suffolk heartland, a place where I did hold the course record which no longer exists because Kieran Clements took the win 65-21. I saw some of my Strava um, segments demolished. So good little run out from, from Kieran in Stowmarket. I think that's it for the majority of the results I want to go through. But the other race to mention was the Barclay Marathon was over the weekend and there was three finishers. Josh, do you know anything about Barclay? No, not the bank. The bank. Yeah, that's all I know. Have you never watched the documentary on Netflix? Maybe or something? I can already tell you when you stop it. When you get to documentary, the answer is no. Ah, oh, you've got to watch these documentaries. I had some listeners message me about the documentaries I've been watching. Got a few suggestions. So anyone wants to send me some more for this week, greatly appreciated. The Barclay documentary. So Barclay Marathon is this ultra race in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Is each loop... Do you know how long a loop is, Shane? Well, um, no, I should really. But typically what they do is they don't... Well, it's a bit hard to now, but they don't announce details, do they? Well, anyway, the three loops, what I've got written down here is was 60 miles with 10,000 metres of elevation. So maybe 20 miles per loop but they have to go find pages of a book to rip out to prove they've got to each checkpoint. And it's, they're running through brambles. Their legs are cut to shreds. It gets 
ridiculously cold. It gets really foggy. You can't see where you're going. And anyway, where I'm coming to with this is there was three finishers this year. Um, so John Kelly and Damien Hall, who raced it together, and Carol Sabe were the three men who finished. Uh, Sabe, last year, also made it to the fourth and penultimate loop. So you can run the first three together, but on the last loop, you have to run solo. And you op- If there's two of you, you have to run in opposite directions and you get to pick if you're the quickest. Anyway, last year, this guy got so disorientated, he came out on a road and made it to a petrol station and he was found by a police officer talking, asking a bin for directions. <laughs> So, sounds like Josh, we're going to get you on this because I reckon you can do five thirties around this. Josh, Josh will piss it easy. Oh, I still don't really and understand what it is. It's so an ultra marathon, mate. It's an ultra marathon. You run a long way. It's well hard. It's um, yeah, it's getting it's gaining popularity. This one probably because of documentary. I've actually got a client doing the full classic. It's hard to get into though. You can't. You have. To, it's invite only. Yeah. Lazarus Lake, the race director, um, will just sounds like invite a you. He's an interesting man. <laughs> anyway, watch watch the documentary, Josh, and you'll you'll find out. Anyway, that's all I've got for this week. Unless you two boys got anything else news? I um, bed, don't mate. think so. Yeah. So Shane's going to bed this week. Josh is what's your big session this week, Josh? So I've got prepare yourself. I'm gonna have to. I, I'm gonna have to find it. I can't remember which order it's in. It's I've got to open it. Hang on. It is so one k float, and the reps are three k, two k, one k, one k, two k, three k, three k, two k, one k, one k between them all. So fifteen, fifteen k of effort. Uh, I'll take you away. Yeah. yeah, three, two, one times three, basically. Yeah. 18k. See, that's three, not two, that one. bad. 18k. I'm not even counting that as a proper session. That's just a, that's a speed one. How how fast are the floats again? Same. 320s, 25s. Um, yeah. On the three, the, it's a bit confusing. On the 3k, it's 325 to 330. On the 2k, it's 322. On the 1k, it's 320. So after each of them. Fair but enough. it is a speed session because the K is on at like 305. That's probably me flat out at the minute. Well, that's your half marathon pace. Exactly. Flat out. But you ran quicker for that for your threshold mile after some <laughs> marathon pace. You talk some rubbish, you do. Um, are you up to anything else this week? Um, am I up to anything else? Well, I can't shave my hair anymore. There's not much left. So that's out the window. This is what happens when I get bored. I've had three different haircuts this week. You're, just, you're gonna have uh, to shave your eyebrows instead. Oh, I did yeah. it. Yeah, they're very today. bushy. No, they're not anymore. Get get a get a big on those. No, they got a one earlier. Um, yeah, no, I'm not doing anything really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you'd been shaving, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> My arms. <laughs> Ah, uh, you're an interesting character, aren't you? 
Any ins and outs in the house this week? No, we've got a bit of stability for just a while. Till the end, actually. Just, just like you the love isn't it? One thing we might be doing is going out because uh, Josh managed to burn pizzas on Friday night and then cremate burgers on Saturday nights. So, yeah, if, if it's his turn to cook, I think we might go out. Fair enough. Um, I don't think I'm up to much, so should we call this one a day, boys? And I'm going to have some food and Shane's going to have some sleep and Josh is going to go work on his tan. Yeah, I'm good. Right. Oh, you never, 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 never gonna catch me. Cause I'm an outlaw, I'm outstanding the law.